0: Good evening and good morning and good afternoon. <laughs> Welcome back to another edition of the JMU Sports Blog Podcast. I'm Todd. I'm joined as always by my buddy Rob. What's up, Rob?
1: Not much, man. It was a slightly less uh, convincing weekend in Sunbelt football, but a fun one nonetheless. <laughs> yes, it was. I mean, uh,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to have a guest tonight. We're going to talk some App State with some App State folks, and we're going to be nice as, as nice as we can be. Um, to some really nice guys on the other side. Um, but yes, I, I'm taking the gloves off about Sunbelt football. And after this weekend, Rob, I was all, we got a little chesty Saturday night. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the,
1: the kumbaya stuff is over. I mean, yeah, it, yeah,
0: this it, is it, enough. And all these people like were rooting for ODU. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's you just root for both teams to lose when ODU plays UVA. UVA. There's, no, I know. there's no supporting I, anybody. You just want chaos and pain.
0: I know, and then after all the excitement of last week, I mean, obviously the App Troy game was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Marshall to go and lose to Bowling Green and Georgia you know, State, Georgia losing state. To Charlotte, losing to Charlotte, Georgia State. First of all, I can't figure Georgia State out because the first two weeks they were zero and two, and I was like, well, they're really good. Yeah, because of who they played. Yeah, now they, they go Carolina. lose to Charlotte, who's losing the worst losing. team in the forever, and Louisiana losing to Rice. I mean, what is going
1: on here? Yeah, um, it's it's a mess.
0: Yeah, I mean Arkansas State, they play well against Memphis. I was a little bummed they lost their big rivalry game. Um, but yeah. And of course, South Alabama almost did it again. They almost put us almost. back on them, right? They are one point, I mean, yeah. really great game at UCLA in the Rose Bowl. So
1: And what nice. is going on with the crowds at UCLA? Like I understand the first week it was brutally hot. And I get <sighs> yeah. in pass because there's there's no shade. I've never been no. in that stadium, no. but we've all seen it enough. You're just baking. And yeah. it's 25 miles from campus, not easy to get to. Yeah. But, but this horrible. weekend, this weekend, come on now. I mean, I understand it's not a marquee matchup. Right. But they're drawing what appears to be like Florida Marlins type crowds.
0: Yeah, it's really hard. I, I don't know. And I don't know if like – I don't know if maybe we like overlooked like with the NFL coming back to LA, you know, multiple times. Like, I, I mean, I don't imagine this is going to be the case for their rivals across town for SC. Yeah. Right. Who's really exciting product to watch, but yeah, no, that's rough. Um, yeah. Have fun when uh, Ohio state comes to town and it's all just takes Ohio over. Stays, yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Takes over the Rose Bowl. But- yeah. So, um, but as always, we're brought to you by Mossy Creek fly fishing in Harrisonburg, Virginia. You can go by the shop anytime, mention the podcast, get a free Mossy Creek sticker. Uh, big thanks to those guys as always and gals um, for both supporting us and just being an awesome place to go shop and get set up to go out on trips. Um, really great place, and huge thanks to Mossy Creek. Rob, we're, we didn't have a game this week, so we don't have a ton to talk about. I'm very excited. Um, I could hear in Coach Signetti's voice this morning. He sounds a little excited about this week.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, this is so, what it's all about, man. Like, conference yeah. matchups, where you just... I mean, anybody's listened to this podcast before has heard me say this, has heard you say this. This is what we're excited about. It wasn't a playoff, FCF's playoffs versus bowls conversation or equation for us. Yeah. It was a regular season. Can we get more amped up for a random Saturday in October or a random Saturday in September than we would have in the old situation? And it's unequivocally yes, yes, yes. yes. I mean, this is. Yes. I'm as exci- I'm, I'm more excited for this game than I have been for any non-semi-final or final game in the FCS and it's not even close. It's, yeah, it's not I, even remotely close.
0: Yeah, I'm arguably as excited for this game as I was for the first NDSU Frisco game. Um, yeah, I think, like, I, like, think like, like, I, I don't think anything since then, even the next year's Frisco, you know, even the second NDSU Frisco game, I don't know. I've been trying to figure out whether that's like personal or, you know, whatever, but... Yeah, I mean, other than those games, there's definitely nothing compares. I mean, this is awesome. And having two weeks and getting to sit back and watch App Host game day. And,
1: and this is know. a big one. I mean, AppState yeah. is, we don't need to shy away from this. I think for a lot of JMU fans, AppState is the model JMU wishes to follow. For sure. In terms of carrying forward with carrying forward FCS success into the FBS. FB, uh, AppState has proven they can do it. They've gotten big home games. 5 They've gotten on the radar. You know, they said game day so this is one we all circled but it's not the only one i think i'll be you know pretty darn near just as just excited for odu yeah um marshall homecoming like it there's a lot and who knows coastal it's just every week there's something to play for it's really cool and god forbid Mm -hmm. we lose this weekend it's not like the sky is falling this is over it's like okay you know that that stinks, but we got another big game chance to knock off Texas state for the first home Sunbelt victory. You know, like there's always yeah. something to play for. It's it's really exciting in, in my opinion.
0: Yes, I, I totally agree. Um, and I just got to say, I mean, before we get it, we'll do a couple little look aheads before we um, talk, you know, talk to our App State friends, but you know, it's time for this Kumbaya, as you said, Rob. It's time for this to be over. Last yeah. week was really fun and all, and it was nice on a week when JMU, you know, was winning big and then we had a bye this week to watch all the games. Um But uh, let's be honest. App didn't match our game day crowd. No. Um, it's pretty up there. It's wonderful. But they got a track around the field. <laughs> like, well, to like,
1: start, I thought that was gone, but I
0: don't know. They don't play defense, they don't seem to play a lot of defense. Um, you know. I was glad to see JMU announce they sold out the Texas State game today, mm-hmm. the, our, our home game. Um, they're really close to selling out Marshall. I mean, things are looking up for the Dukes.
1: Uh, I will you know. say it's kind of weird with our fan base of like yep. now that we're in the FBS, people simultaneously can feel slighted anytime they watch any amount of college football mm-hmm. and JMU doesn't get a mention within the first five minutes. You know, people are complaining on Twitter, yeah. like they're watching the F State <laughs> game, being like, why would the announcers mention JMU next week? It's like, it's next week, there's a game going on, but then at the same time, anybody mentions JMU and JMU Twitter goes nuts, sending right. the clip. It's like you can't have both ways. It's like nobody ever talks about us, but then every time somebody talks about us, people act like a kid on Christmas morning. So it,
0: we I gotta don't know, find our level a little bit. Find our level. And
1: I want to say, right. like, oh, we yeah. gotta act like we've been here, we haven't been here before, so we don't know, but <laughs> right. but That's I do right. wonder, like, I don't need to have my phone notifications blow up. Every time Jesse Palmer mentions JMU. <laughs> you are know,
0: like That was the, my fault today. I know. But no, I don't know. No, it's exciting. Yeah. I
1: do it too. At the same time. Well, like, you know, it's it's just funny. Like, I don't know when this excitement wears off. I mm-hmm. kind of hope it never does. Yeah. But I also kind of hope that it's not just about the mentions that it's just like we prove that we, JMU, and mm-hmm. we the Sun Belt are part of that national conversation. You know, yeah. it's you know, it's I don't know. It it makes me laugh because I see myself on both sides of these things.
0: Yeah. And I don't, I don't even mean to, I don't even want to mention the Washington football team, Mm. but my wife said this weekend, like, you know, what her thing was, you know, what's the most frustrating about everything with the Washington team is that like being crummy all these years. It's just, they're not, we don't even have a team in the dance. Yeah. Like she was like, I don't even like, she's like, I used to care about Sundays. And now I don't really care about any of the games. Because my team's not even ever a part of the relevant conversation, Yeah. right? And the JMU thing for me, it's so exciting to be like every time there's a list of like here's the rankings of the 131 FBS teams or mm-hmm. quarterbacks or defensive lines, like your name is up there, yeah. And you don't have to scroll to like the ninth page down on ESPN to find your score; it's on the bottom line, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it's just that part's exciting, and uh, it is.
1: You know, it is, might, but at the same time, like, I yeah. wonder, we're like, I, I want to get to the point where we're not used to that. Like, it still matters. I and mean, five years from now, I still hope we're excited every time there's a JMU game on mm-hmm. TV. And I still hope, like, I don't want to get jaded, yeah. but I do think this is not sustainable. Our fan base, the energy, uh-huh. we cannot keep this up. Like, this that is a is. marathon. We're, we're going to burn not out. It's people constantly searching for every mention of JMU in any national publication or broadcast.
0: First of all, yeah. this team's going 11-0 and and they're going to be a whole controversy. They're going to be yeah. talked about more than anybody because they're not eligible um this year. And then second of all, they're playing at UVA next year in week mm-hmm. two. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of momentum going into next year uh, for sure. Right. Um, and I do think, I mean, we look, men's soccer is getting the other end of the stick mm-hmm. about Changing conferences right now. Yeah. Which is like, there, are, there is no refuge yeah. when, when things are a little tough. You know, um, I think it's also good. I don't know. We'll talk to the, maybe the upstate guys don't want to talk about hoops, but it's, this whole thing's going to be fun. I think, Rob, just this whole year. And I think the best part of it is, it's what we talked about last week. It's that there are fans of these other teams. And so the conference is in the conversation because there are people like, you know, like when we play William & Mary, there's like three people that we personally know who talk about them on Twitter, but that's, that's it. Like, like there's no one beyond that. And now it's like, if you type in, you know, hashtag JMU app game or whatever, there's going to be a whole,
1: whole latest
0: thing. Yeah. It's really fun. So Anyways, what's the thing you're most looking forward to this weekend, Rob?
1: Kind of just ripping off the band aid. Like I've been I've been very pleased with the first two weeks. I still don't I certainly don't think the Norfolk State game meant that much in the grand scheme of things. Uh-huh. But I thought it showed, like I mentioned last week, that they're very dialed in team, they're focused, they're ready to go. I thought Middle Tennessee, same thing. They were dealing with a lot of nerves. Came ago. I I don't know where Jamie stacks up in the Sun Belt. Um mm-hmm. And I don't know where the, the Sunbelt stacks up in the Sunbelt after last weekend. You're like, there are highs and lows. So I just want to see can Jamie come out, manage the moment? Can they compete? And seeing how they stack up. Like, I saw a lot of things that kind of scared me about App State, the, mm-hmm. some big plays. I saw a lot of things that made me think, like, okay, Jamie's playing a good team. Jamie's not playing Alabama. they are <laughs> not playing Ohio State. You know, this right. this is a good team, but it's still, you know, a a, a rising. Kind of on the verge of breaking yeah. through conference overall, yeah. so I, I'm not I'm not going to overreact and after these losses be like oh JMU can take the com- can take the conference title. I don't think that's <laughs> the case. Nor did I think that JMU was you know dead man walking after the mm-hmm. upsets last weekend. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. want to see if they can take a punch and if they can hang. And unfortunately, I believe what Marshall did last weekend and what Georgia State did, and that's going to happen to JMU in this new reality. You know, this is no longer mm-hmm. a league or a schedule where they can have their B or C game and come out on Yeah. You know, like well, it's just different. So I, I don't know. Like I just, to me, it's just the whole thing. Like I just want to, I, I feel like they always say like players need to take their first hit before mm-hmm. they can really get into the game. I feel like we need to rip the bandit off and get our first conference game before I can really even calm down and have even a rational thought about this. I have no idea what is going on I'm just super, super stoked about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, win or lose, it's app, And I'm not sure I'm going to be capable of rational thought after this game regardless. Uh, but going off what you said, Rob, my big thing that I wrote down was I want to see the players and the coaches stay with it mentally for the whole 60 minutes. This yeah. yeah, Because exactly. it seems like this is not going to go for 60 minutes it's very unlikely that this goes the way that the previous 120 minutes have gone so far this season. Yes. And I want to see them like take some punches and keep, you know, throwing punches back. Yeah. Cause I think they're capable of doing that. Uh, and, you know, I think it's this, my concerns are the same ones we've had all season. It's can we pressure the quarterback and thereby save our DBs from being exposed too much. Right. Mm-hmm. And can we do things but Soundly in the kicking game, because it seems like points are going to a premium, right? Yeah. yeah. so I, I mean it's not, a, there's no, it's not rocket science here. and I do think what you said, Rob, the one thing I keep coming back to with all this crazy, like you beat Notre Dame and you lose to Bowling Green, or you know South Al goes and plays UCLA really tight or whatever, is the six or seven or eight teams that make the playoff every year, like the very, very top of the sport is going to be at the top of the sport yeah but with the wide open transfer portal the rest of the teams like guys are going to find their way to the place that they should be playing Mm -hmm. right and like uh, this game is a chase bryce and todd Santeo, two guys who did not start at these schools right and they're really good players but they just were in situations that they got stuck wherever and they weren't going to get a chance right and in the old days they would have just washed out and you would never have heard from them again or see them in the CFL or something. Yeah. And now like they found their way to a place they get a chance. And I, I feel like, you know, Chris Thornton, too. Chris Thornton, the guy who, who Puma, excelled a place and guys. just
1: didn't feel it was a fit and went someplace better. You know?
0: Yeah. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Rob, I will talk to you on the other side. All right. All right. Thanks everybody. welcome back to the jmu sports blog podcast todd and rob have the pleasure tonight of being joined by some friends from up the mountain instead of down in the valley um this is uh big c and aj from the black and gold podcast um who covers all things app state mountaineers welcome guys
2: thanks for having us appreciate
3: it yeah we're we're excited to be here
0: yeah so why don't we start there why don't you guys tell us um what your site is about, what you guys do and, and sort of your, you know, app origin story, I guess. Um, how did you guys come to be in the uh, app podcast business?
3: AJ can probably tell this better than I can. So I'll let him take it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: origin story. Um, my parents were killed by the Joker in an alley after an opera, uh, one time (laughs) on a rainy night. No, um, Charles, you know, is the world's most famous App State fan, as I say on the show at the beginning of every show and had a, had a very strong presence on Twitter and the message boards. And so I've always known that Charles is um, Charles, how much older are you than me? Like you're seven or eight years older than me. And so Charles has always I'd always seen his posts and stuff. And um, so we knew each other a little bit before the the podcast. But I in a, in 2014, I just got a, a hankering. to I just wanted to have a creative outlet, a hobby. And I want to do a podcast. And again, Charles and I didn't know each other hardly at all. We were like internet acquaintances, which, you know, what does that mean? And um met each other a couple of times. And I was sending him some messages on Twitter, like, hey, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. And he's like, that's cool, man. And I said, Well, every now and then would you want to come on and and I don't know, be a guest or whatever. And he answered so emphatically, I was like, Well, you just want to do it with me. And and he's like, Yeah. And again, these two people that have never really spent time with each other outside of like an app function, briefly agreed to be uh, co-hosts together (laughs) uh, back in 2015. And so we have been rolling since then, you know. Um, Our goal from the beginning, I'll say this too, was to treat every sport like it mattered. So, um, for example, Georgia Southern, they have a a podcast that only does football. We didn't want to do that. We wanted to do Mm -hmm. every sport like it mattered. And so we mention every sport. We cover basketball. Just as We dedicate an episode per week to basketball, just like we do for football. Same thing with baseball and uh, rain, you know, snow, sleet, win or lose. That's that's our goal. And um, yeah, that's that's kind of the origin story for us. We've been doing it for this is our eighth season.
1: Now, how long have you guys been App State fans?
3: Charles, You I, can go first. Yeah. Since you're much older. I, right. Older and probably got the better story on this one. So probably um, not that how we long we are? How long have I been an App State fan? Um, I I would love to tell you, like the day. Um, but I can't because um, I don't have that memory. Uh, I remember a lot of stuff, but I don't know I don't know what game was the first one I went to when I was like three or four years old or maybe even five. But I do know at some point, like in like 85 or 86, um, I took my mom's ticket, so to speak. You know, I took her season ticket. My mom got tired of going up the mountain. It was cold. And uh, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. So my dad was a high school administrator. So on Friday nights, we'd go to his high school's football game. And then on Saturdays we'd drive up the mountain and that was just like, that was what we did. That was our bonding. That's how we spent time together. And, um, you know, when I, when it was time for me to come to you know make a decision on colleges and where I wanted to go, I wanted to go to App State and I got into App State. Um, and I guess the rest is history. So, um, I've been watching that football the majority of my life by by a good bit. Um, I haven't missed a game since 2001 when I was still paying, you know, when parents were still paying my way to how to do things. So they made decisions, uh, missed a home game. Let me say that. So, uh, that's, I don't know how many that is, but it's a lot. Um, and I, I wear that badge, uh, with honors. So that's, that's, I guess that's, uh, briefly, that's my, my upstate story.
1: That's really oh, cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. You, That means you
0: were there in 2007 for one of the worst moments in JMU football history. Yeah.
3: The, uh, um, the f- the fumble I, I don't know the under- i don't know which one, one you're un- referring to yeah i mean Does Roddy landers on an
0: unnecessary yeah. play in the playoffs when all we had to do was kick a tw- like 20 yard field goal to win field the goal. playoff game Fumbled the ball. and instead we fumble with 10 the, seconds the, to go yeah the way i always <laughs> refer
3: to that game is that if mickey matthews opens his mouth enough he's going to do something dumb so uh, that's <sighs> kind of the way i look at that <laughs>
0: So for everybody out there, we had a little Coastal talk before we started. And and as you guys know, um, Mickey ended up at Coastal after JMU. Um, So, yeah, not to mention that the JMU mascot and the Coastal mascot were both once escorted out of the JMU stadium by the Virginia (laughs) State Police. um, In
1: handcuffs. In handcuffs.
0: uh, Both mascots. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of old rivalries, but probably none bigger than with y'all uh, that this that our fan base is looking forward to
1: yeah. uh, right now. But, AJ, I, yeah. what about you? Like, how how did you come yeah. to be an App State fan? Um,
2: my mom kicked me out of the house and applied to <laughs> colleges and said, I don't want you to live here anymore. You're going somewhere. <laughs> um, I mean, that's actually kind of realistic. No, my, my parents went to App State, aunts, uncles, and I had a lot of cousins, and um, I was just enough of a pain in the butt, so she sent me up the mountain and – luckily for me uh the first game that um for the football program as i was a student on campus as a freshman fresh 18 year old kid was the michigan game and it's impossible it's impossible to go through that and not get absolutely bitten by the bug of seeing everybody so excited and just pumped and it's in fact it's like it is. It's like the coronavirus. You just catch it immediately and it spreads to other people. And um, that was me. Like a
1: cooler version, but yeah, like, like a virus. The cooler yeah, version virus. Of, the, yeah. of the coronavirus. That was the Armani yeah. Edwards teams, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I so went to school. Guys, you won the national championships when you're in school. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. We're huge fans of Armani. Yeah. So that that's me. I just was a guy at school and got really bit by the bug and I worked in the um, the home center or basketball arena when I was in school for three years. And so it's beside the basketball offices and, and near the ticket office. And so I was kind of in and around it a little bit. Um, not the same as being in the football offices, but it's just, man, App State's different. It's just different up there. And once you, once you get, like I said, bit by the bug and, and start uh, really falling in love with App Sports, you just really can't get rid of it. And it's really been that way since I was a
1: student. Love it. That's cool, man. And I I love the idea that you guys focus on all sports. That's something we really try to do as well. And I think it's something that JMU certainly prides itself on, is the support for all programs, men and women. Um, And it's it's really cool to see that the Sunbelt, you know, quite frankly, the the time for Kumbaya and everybody being all nice in the Sunbelt, that's kind of over for her. But I will say one more nice thing. I think a lot of JMU fans do look to App State as the model we would like to emulate. Um, yeah. The way that you carry forward FCS success into the FBS, yeah. I will say that you guys did it at a, um, a different time. I think Jamie's walking into a much more difficult situation. Uh, I would agree, due to you know, due to the fact that App State has now had sustained success at the level, and Coastal's doing well. But um, enough about that. So, like, what's your guys' perspective on the newly expanded Sun Belt and the status of the league and the divisions? Like, are you guys excited as existing members as we are as new members?
3: I, th- I think the best way to look at this is, you know, there you know, when I we, we were more excited about losing um our, in my opinion, Arlington and Little Rock and not having to get to send our basketball team to, you know, halfway across the country to play against teams that didn't have football teams. And I, I hated that as part of the Southern Conference that we were playing the College of Charlestons and the and the Davidson's UNCG. now. We had great games against Davidson's, UNCG, ETSU, all those guys, but we didn't have football. So we were you know, we were always kinda like a little behind there and, and, you know, we really had to overachieve to, and we really weren't on a level playing field because we we were putting money into our money sport and the other schools were putting money in their money sports. So like in baseball and basketball, we kind of were like lacking a little bit. Uh, I love the fact that we're in a conference now that sponsors absolutely everything. Um, And I love that, you know, we, getting rid of the West, not having to go to Texas anymore as much in Louisiana Monroe, it's just long trips. It was a strain on our athletic department when we first moved up to FBS, and it would have been amazing to have this when we first moved up to have these regional rivalries like we have. I mean, we were the outlier at the Sun Belt for several years, and now we're in a division where everybody has to try. We're, the, we're, we're the, basically the heart, you know, uh, of the East. Everybody's um, got I, love a- said, I love how Charles said – I love how – I'm sorry, Charles.
2: I think I have a delay. Oh, um, you have but a delay. I, I was going to. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say that. Um, I think it's funny that Charles said he couldn't wait to not play ULM anymore, and then we're we're playing ULM this oh, year uh, on the road. That's kind of funny. <laughs> well. Um, but you, know, no, what I no, but you I, know what I mean. No, know what I mean. I know what he means. I totally know what he means. But but uh, when we get to the when we got to the Sun Belt, we had Idaho, New Mexico State, Texas State, ULM. Um, it's terrible. I mean, they're all. I mean, this that was a terrible setup, um, and so you know, I really don't think that the Sun Belt could have lucked out any greater. the The only thing that I would have preferred is if somehow East Carolina would have found their way into a, into a conference with us. There's a lot of history between App State and East Carolina. We played them for the first time in nine seasons last year, and it was great. Um, so outside of like, Oh, you know, EC would have been great. The fact that the Sunbelt schools all stood their ground, uh, and said, you know what? The American looks a lot different without Houston, Cincinnati and UCF. It looks a lot different. doesn't actually look that great. Um, they stood their ground and then said, you know what? We can, we can do better. And to make these divisions, I mean, I, man, I, I make the case that I don't think any conference improved more than the Sunbelt. And that includes the SEC. I think the SEC doesn't know what they're getting in. Well, they know what they're getting into, a lot more money. But in terms of just top-heavy, just adding these to whatever, these schools, um, I don't think they're going to really love what they've built from a competitive fan base standpoint, whereas I think the Sunbelt fan base fan bases have benefited just tremendously. And, we, yeah, we're very, very excited about the new setup. And I'm think- still
3: a little skeptical of a 14-team league, honestly, and I uh, was really excited about Marshall, uh, Southern Miss, Sir, it made sense for the for those guys out west. It didn't make sense for us. I don't because we because the way this this trickled down is we lost Troy, who we had some history with, and so they go to the West Division. Not to say that we didn't, you know. And then I was a little you know impartial to you know Old Dominion, right? Because you've got a couple of these schools, um, Old Dominion being the one that when we were exploring FBS and we wanted to. (laughs) <laughs> make it in, in, in this conference like we wanted to get into <laughs> conference usa we're laughing because like some like we're watching each other on video and like aj's like had a, had a random light fall Sh- so that's why i'm laughing out of nowhere <laughs> that's never happened so anyway um i hated odu because they got an invite to conference usa years ago when we didn't and we shouldn't have and we, we were we didn't realize then that like conference usa wanted markets and they didn't want tradition and winning and, and culture and all that and good fans. stuff And fans. And so, um, I was a little indifferent to them saying, Hey, we need a, we, you know, we basically need, um, or words of my word, but you know, to be bailed out. Um, and I felt like that's what we've done to old dominions bail them out. But, um, you know, we (laughs) obviously have a history with you guys, Marshall, uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, when, when we were first into the Sun Belt. Um, our short, our longest trip in the SOCON was like Georgia Southern and Sanford, and that became one of our shorter trips. And that was really hard on us for a little while. And obviously, yeah. now that we're a, a lot tighter group with, with, um, you know, programs that are competitive and, and like winning and know how to win, you know, we couldn't be more thrilled.
0: Yeah. We're, we're weird, right? Cause we, We think of you all as a big rival. I don't know that it's always mutual, but those were some of our most important. The 2008 home game at JMU, the big comeback is like for all of us, for anyone who's been around that long, that's the best game, the best home game ever played at JMU. Um, Oh, wow. For all of us. Like that's our favorite game of all time. Every time we do a list, that's, everyone thinks about that game right that's really
1: what started jamie on the path to like we need to invest big time in football because we saw the way that you know drew away crowds drew home crowds there are people come back there are people coming back for that game that hadn't been back in 10 years and it really was an accelerant and just kind of set jamie on the track of like hey this is worth investing in this product and you know that's kind of where it took off we always say like the the 2016 championship had seeds in that comeback win in 2008. So that's a big one That's wild.
2: I, it, that's it, really it cool hurts to know.
3: It hurts to hear that because I was at that game, and uh, I still don't believe that Robert <laughs> Welton fumbled late. Um, I, don't think he was, <laughs> now, I still to this day, I'm dead serious. Um, yeah. But, you know, we get a lot of this because, I mean, we heard it last week when we were talking to the Troy play-by-play guy. This would be a monumental win for Troy, and Troy spent more time mm-hmm. in the Sun Belt than we have, has won as many conference championships as we have, And here they are looking up to us and been FBS about three times as long, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but we get this from everybody. This will be huge. When we played Idaho, Paul Petrino said we spent 15 days, 15 minutes, every practice in the spring, trying to think about beating App State. And we know that, you know, we hear everywhere, but like we like, and and this is not us pumping our chest, but everybody wants to beat us. Mm
0: -hmm. Everybody
3: wants to be our rival. And so we have to perform every week. We don't get off weeks. You know, and, yeah. and it hasn't happened for a long time. That's why Coastal has tried to start something with us. And, you know, yeah. Louisiana, et cetera. Um, you know, it's it's been that way for a little while. Is that way in the SOCON. And we were always the one that was, was circling on everybody's schedule, does not matter who it is. See, what's yeah. cool
1: for us is like, it certainly I, I'm not going to back down from that. I think you're right. Like, I think App State is up there and because of the success and the fan support and everything. And it definitely is a game that Jamie fans have scheduled. But for the first time in... 10 or 15 years, it's one of several games JMU fans have scheduled. Like, that's what we're so excited about. Like, that's good. I yeah. will tell you, you guys are talking about having reasons to kind of dismiss ODU. JMU ODU is going to be a rivalry. There is some, oh, yeah, some no question. Bad blood in, in a good way. And in, in, for a lot of those in,
0: same CUSA invite reasons, yeah, that, that you all talked about too, right? That JMU yep. felt like they'd served their time, they built their program, and then suddenly this. Mm-hmm. These morons from the beach, like you yeah. <laughs> didn't do anything, right? <laughs> like you get yeah. to go on up, right? Um, yeah.
1: Marshall's yeah. another one. Jamie fans are really excited about, particularly people from the western part of the state. They're excited about that. Um, coastal. So it, it's cool. Like app is it's neat and it's a big game, but we're so excited because now we have multiple big games in a regular season versus our old situation where every week was just about getting reps for the playoffs. And try and prepare for, for deep runs in the playoffs. So, this is cool, man. But, um, while we're talking about kind of the success of App State, w- what about Saturday, man? Tell us about that game day in town. What was that like? Um, being a part, of, I'm sure you guys were down there, uh, at the pond and, and being there for the broadcast and then for the game, which lived up to the hype. What was that like?
3: You know, weird. Yeah. It's a good way to put that, hey, AJ. I mean, we, we both spent a, like about 45 minutes, like, at the area, I guess you want to call it, uh, and it's not mm-hmm. like it's on set. I mean, you your your way back, but uh, and then I had back. I went back to my tailgate, so I can watch it on TV or record it at the house. so I can watch it later. Um, it's it's weird to hear. It's not that that they're at an App State game more as much as it is that these college football personalities that everybody looks up to is talking so highly of your town and saying the buzzwords that you know, like high country and stuff like that and, (laughs) and Mountaineers and just having those words on their, on their mind. I mean, we've, you know, we've, we've been through, you know, the Michigan stuff and and that was cool. And then coming off Texas A&M, like that was nonstop. I mean, you, you couldn't, you couldn't get enough coverage. You couldn't get enough looking at the same play or thinking about the same drive or et cetera. And then, you know, when that news came down, I I just don't know. I just don't think anyone really was in belief of what was actually happening. Uh, And and, and, uh, go ahead, AJ, you can add on.
2: Yeah, You know, um, so just to tack on a little bit, um, everybody here, you know, when our teams are away and we're not at the away games and we're sitting at home in our in our houses in the morning, you're watching college game day and you see the personalities we've seen. The Corso's, the Herb Streets, Desmond Howard, Reese Davis, used to speak Chris Fowler and all that good stuff. To see these dudes like right there, and Lee Corso holding up the App Helmet and kissing it, and like doing the, I mean, it was like this was it, it was like they were rolling out the red carpet for us in a weird way. I mean, we rolled out the red carpet for them. Our administration and department did everything to. It just felt like everything went really well, but there was a lot of respect paid. And one of the things that Charles had mentioned um, on our post game show uh, that we recorded yesterday um, was, you know, there was maybe a little skepticism on his part, like, are they going to handle this well? Or are they going to speak, you know, the, in the way about us that we would like to be, you know, <laughs> saying with a little respect? And they did. And is that, you know, one of the sponsors of our um, one of the sponsors of our, our show, Boonshine um, Brewing Company, was featured on one of Marty Smith's little yeah. uh, little things. And and so just yeah. seeing seeing all that across the board. Um, them showing so much care for a place that we love and a thing that we love was awesome. And then they played a football game and then it gave us a heart attack. Um, it was a, it was a great day. Truly like not trying to be hyperbolic. It was an epic day. It really was.
1: No, it looked great. Like the, the crowd looked great on TV. And I thought ESPN did a great job of highlighting the school. We've been fortunate where they've come twice to JMU and like you, I didn't know what it was going to be, but they really respect, the the home campuses and do their homework and dig into it. So it's cool. And those guys, you hear them say it, they get excited when they go someplace where, where people are excited. And, you know, you go to Columbus, Ohio, you're not going to draw those sorts of crowds. And and so it pumps them up, but I thought App State showed out. I I still think Jamie had a bigger crowd both times, but, (laughs) but it was good. But It was good. Um, Uh, And it is fun. I'm I'm excited for you guys, man. We were a little bit jealous to be honest, but it's cool, man. It's, it's, it's just a better show when they go, I don't want to say off the beaten path, but when they get yes. out of the SEC and the Big Ten, schools appreciate yes. it more. And the whole show, Todd described it before before we came the second time. We were telling people, like, it's a celebration of college football, not just the teams involved. Like, you just go there, and it's a big party about college football, and we approach it that way. It's a blast, man. I, I, I have so much fun, and I tell anybody, if it comes to your campus, do what you got to do. Get up early, drive down 4 o'clock in the morning. Just be there, man. It's fun. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, Boonshine Brewing, so what can the JMU fans expect this weekend? Um, you know, where should they go? What's good for food, for beer? You know, what's the, what's the scene this weekend? I know we've got a lot of fans very excited for this trip. Um, it's been quite a while. I know some of our older fans have lots of memories of trips down there. Uh, but I also know personally that uh, Boons really cool right now, um, maybe in a different way than it was in 2007. Yeah, And, um, you know, so what should people be looking out for this weekend?
3: Well, we, yeah. Got, yeah. Go ahead, Charles. We, we've Go got a good beer in this town, but we're, I think we're financially obligated <laughs> to only speak to Boonshine, uh, because, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and by far it's, it's, um, you know, that's our favorite spot you know, it wouldn't be our sponsor just because they you know, because of uh, financial reasons, but you know, it, it works, you know, it's, it's like, Hey, do you want to do this? Absolutely. We want to do this with you guys because yep. they, they're real people who love the town and we're the same yep. way that uh, mm-hmm. their their, um, their slogan is calling making Shine," And that is why, um, you know, that's why it's called what it is. That's why it has the namesake. So uh, but yeah, get, get over there. They have a great outdoor area. They got a great indoor area. Um, so it's really like two little places to go at once. Uh, just depends on your mood of the day and, and what's available really. So if you, if you have weather, like we're going to have, you know, this week, you know, you probably want to, sit outside in their beer garden and, and enjoy the, enjoy the rays and all that good stuff. And, um, but I mean, we, we got a lot of restaurants, AJ, I guess you can speak to that. I, I can go do them all day, you know, every day. So like, I feel like, <laughs> you know, but you know, he, he's not up here as much. So and he, he has probably some favorites that he probably goes to Comeback Shack Shack's great for burgers. Um, that's, that's, it's like a fast food craft burger spot. Um, no alcohol there, but, um, the bars downtown are great. The ones that are open. AJ, anything you want
2: to yeah. add on? No, I mean there King Street is, is I'll I'll basically say this. Um there are a lot of great spots on King Street. Um there are a lot of places where you can go drink beer, eat pizza, um, get a nice uh, get a nice burger or um or really have a nice kind of like a uh I don't want to say fine dining, like get out the nice, you know, uh champagne flutes or whatever, but but some really good food, some really diverse food there on King Street. Um, to to list one over the other, um, I mean Ransom's good, Lost Province is good. Um, and and uh, I wanted I want to make sure I added I want to make sure I added this, <laughs> I sure I added this. Um, another sponsor by the way Blue Deer Cookie. So after you go eat <laughs> your burger, after you go uh, <laughs> eat your pizza or whatever you're doing on King Street and exploring, and, and that's a great place to be anyway. Uh, Blue Deer is right there in downtown um, Boone, and they have an awesome ice cream sandwich, and you should definitely partake. In Ooh. that. Um great yeah, coffee if light. people are running low on energy doing all that stuff. Yeah. So but that it really is a cool, it's a really cool spot and a cool building. Um, but yeah, downtown Boone's just great for visiting fans. Um, yeah, I would definitely encourage people to check out what's on King Street because you can't go wrong with with that. Cool. Well, next okay, year now, now I know fans
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jamie fans are well versed in what's going on in App State this year. Can you talk a little bit about the history, like some moments that that JMU fans might be aware of that mean a lot. I know uh, well, all I could think of Saturday when I saw that ending, I thought back way back to the Furman game with that, you know, which I thought was the most miraculous comeback I had seen at least until maybe Saturday. But what are some highlights from App State's total sports history, not just football, that really stand out to your fan base?
3: I, I'd say one of our biggest ones that probably goes under the radar now is our, our first bowl win against Ohio in, in the Camellia the Bowl. Um, uh, mm-hmm. we, we, we dominated them, but we had bad turnovers at the wrong time and going into the fourth quarter, we were down 24 to seven, um, uh, came back, took the lead, gave it back. And then, uh, our field goal kicker who had not missed a kick all year, who had missed two kicks earlier in the game, finally nailed one. Uh, it was one <laughs> for three, but you know, we walked off on a, on a last second field goal, uh, to win our first ball game the, the energy around that game was you know, like it was in Montgomery, Alabama, and that was 2015. And that's that's on short notice, our fan base wasn't used to, hey, get, get in the car and, and drive seven, eight hours or nine from wherever you're coming from like a week before Christmas. And, and then we got used to it, right? Um, but yeah. That, that'll hold – I mean, as far as like, you know, games that you may not be aware of, I think that kind of holds a special spot um, in a lot of our fans' minds.
2: Yeah, and I'll tell you another one that stands out um, for our fans just sticking to football here is the first ever Sunbelt championship game. Um, we, When they announced that they were going to have that and it's going to be divisions and the winner in the East, we're in the West, we're going to meet at the higher seat or wh- whatever it was, um, home field, whoever had home field advantage, um, we circled that. We knew that we wanted that game to be in Boone and we wanted it to, because that we harkens back to FCS playoff games oh, yeah. we know how to yeah. host a playoff crowd right sure. we know how that is i mean that um that uh the 2007 James Madison game was not filled to the rafters but it was loud it was yep. loud it was a, we we call it um on the show we call those playoff crowds it's a playoff the crowd best. noise i
0: know it yep we know You're, yeah Yeah.
2: and so it, you don't have to have 30,000 people we've we've heard a playoff crowd make as much noise as a 30,000
0: Person crowd. Those are the people that wanted. They didn't plan that for a corporate retreat, right? They didn't plan that. They they made up that. Yeah, they came on short notice to watch the football game, right? Not because it was a social event, right? Yeah, that's exactly right.
3: I mean, last year we played Elon for Family Day. We wondered why it sold out. Besides it being Family Day, it 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 was Elon for gosh sakes, and we had thirty thousand. But it was like a dull crowd, whereas. You know, if you want to go yeah. back to what Jerry Moore called jet engines in the 2007 semifinal against Richmond, it was 24,000 people there and mm-hmm. we had like our press box torn down. Like we were doing construction and it looked—it it wasn't an impressive stadium at that point And that place was, you know, overused term here, electric uh, all night, absolutely all night long. It was like, we knew what was going to happen. It was just a matter of how it yeah. got there.
0: Yeah, charles you've and seen I, it I, was, I mean you were you were at jmu in pre-stadium expansion for that yeah LA, my seats JMU were our App State game, and that was like what we felt like was a, as good of a crowd as anything we've had in the much larger stadium now <laughs> you know
3: yeah that, yeah. that game was it was interesting i i don't I, I don't know what side you call this on but it was not where the big side is now um and we had to walk out of there and go into an academic building, I guess, to use the restroom. Uh, and I was like, oh, "This is really interesting." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we're yeah, in the English a, it hall. It was a
1: different time, so
3: yeah, yeah
1: it's like the a PE building or something. And, yeah. and one other
2: thing, I want to give a shout out to um, a, a memory that was was made um, was the basketball team making the NCAA tournament. That was that was incredible. I'll I'll put those four days because we didn't get the the buy round or whatever. We had to play all four And you four get to go to
0: Asheville earth. for that. The Silicon tournament's really cool. So,
3: yeah. Yeah. No, yeah I'm so talking about. If he's talking about. Before were, that. In uh, 2020. Um, it was the COVID oh, yeah. year. Oh, so yeah. it wasn't last season. It yeah. was the year before. Um, and um, yeah. Yeah. We had to win four games in four nights and we had to do it in two different gyms. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was a pretty big deal. Um, Is yeah. that
0: still a thing at the Sunbelt tournament? Two different gyms?
3: Not anymore. Correct.
0: Okay,
2: don't no, know. They, they, right. they played a few different in,
0: gyms this last one.
3: Did we? <laughs> I don't think we did. I don't think we did.
0: So this is in Pensacola, right? Where they yeah, it Pensacola.
3: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think exactly. we had a high enough seed. I think we had a high enough seed, but okay. At the last weekend we got we got like we were the wrong end of a tiebreaker, I think, or something like that. It's you know, yeah. it's, it's in COVID year, so no one remembers anything during that.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sean Parker yeah. was on that team, right? The guy transferred from JMU was on that team. Yeah, he was not very good. He was here for a year left.
3: He's gone. I was just saying. I feel out. bad. Yeah, he
2: did not contribute at all, um, which I know. Like, I feel bad for him I, like because he's a kid. But, um, yeah, he did transfer there, and he was there. So, there
1: we go. There yeah. you go. That's unfortunate. Um, I liked him, but just didn't seem to work out for him
3: yeah, yeah. Just, sometimes it just doesn't it's just one of those things yeah
0: okay scale of one to 10 app state basketball 2022 2023 where are you guys
3: ooh what a great we, question you know, we, we lost a lot of talent um, a lot of minutes a lot of points scored um, from from last year's team um, but we are going to look a lot different last year we played like almost like five guards you could say five guards and like a power forward that really didn't which is basically there for defensive purposes we're going to be a lot different this year. We're going to be a lot bigger and a lot more athletic. I don't know what that goes, what that's going to equate to, but we'll also be young. So, I mean, we're, we're going to have high expectations because that's what um, Dustin Kearns has brought to the table and everyone yep. loves him, you know, um, big Boonshine fan. You know, drop that in there again. So um, <laughs> it's Dustin Kearns. So, but yeah, I think we have high expectations. I have no idea because the Sun Belt of such a transfer league for basketball. Like, South Alabama is never going to graduate somebody who stays there four years. Arkansas yeah. and Louisiana, Arkansas State and Louisiana are going to bring in somebody from the Pac-12, um, yeah. and they're going to be suddenly good. And Texas State is going to play tough defense and somehow figure out how to win 20 games. And Georgia State will yeah. always have a meltdown in the middle of the year and then suddenly figure something out to come tournament time. And yeah. Yeah, the conference. Yeah, that's basically what it comes down to.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll just to comment on that a little bit, Charles, Charles is exactly right. And one of the reasons just to fill your listeners in, uh, the, the program took these, this new assembled team with so many new pieces to the Bahamas to play in a tournament so that they would be able to, number one, that's a cool thing to do for the team. Nice team building kind of like camaraderie or whatever, but it also allows the team to have extra practices during the summer. So, mm-hmm. um, since there are going to be so many new pieces, they they wanted to make sure we got as many reps in as possible because next week starts official practice for basketball, yep. Um, yep. which which is crazy to to think about. I'm very optimistic. What what I will say about that is we have a ton of athleticism on the team that I don't think we've had in a in a very long time. The Jim Fox years were were lean on the just the raw athleticism yeah. piece, but uh, we have some we have some pieces coming back that didn't play last year. Zayvon Brown is probably the best athlete on campus <laughs> and uh, he didn't play last year so I, I'm often we're, I think we're both very optimistic as long as coach Kearns is uh, at the helm um kind of pushing forward with that work ethic and that defense first so I can't give a grade on it because it's, so, it's so new right now but we are very yeah. excited about it
3: we, we played a, a team down there that was like the their national team I don't know what it was called I don't know what the name was. Uh, and you can take it for what it's worth. I think they played NC State. NC State beat them by 12. They played Kentucky. Kentucky beat them by like eight or nine. And somehow we beat them by 40. So who knows what, <laughs> what? what those teams are playing? Like, like who right. are they playing? They're playing their stars. They're playing bench warmers. And what were we playing? So there's no way to know because there's no box scores or anything like that. But that's, that's something that. Pretty big know.
1: transitive property wins over yeah, NC State. It's, it's
3: something. Hockey, yeah. It's something. Yeah. We'll take it
1: yeah no, that's <laughs> yeah. cool but like you said like i understand the landscape of the conference and how it kind of is up for grabs every year and i i still think like it's the, the excitement is there for football and baseball now i think there's a lot of room to grow for the conference as a whole in basketball yeah i think you've got people that are really to, to commit and it's still i know georgia state's had some success of late but i still think it's there for the taking for somebody to to really go up and grab hold of it'll be and interesting listen, playing
3: just marshall again in my opinion Cause they, they will bring a rowdy crowd um, and that'll be, those will be intense games probably for both of us.
0: Yeah. And we hate you but ODU like as both well. JMU and ODU care about basketball. Like that's going to be a thing. I mean, okay. ODU in particular really cares about basketball like way more than football. So, good. you know, yeah. I mean, that I, I think that's going to be an interesting dynamic for sure. Um, yeah. We got a good team this year, so this is going to be fun. Um. Awesome. Yeah. Meant to ask you guys, so before we get to the actual football here, what would you guys <laughs> think about, we, we've been floating this idea a little bit. Should JMU and Marshall and App have a like trophy series? Like a Blue Ridge trophy? Yeah, like another a, How would you do that with three? Reason? What? How
3: would you I do that know? with three?
0: Well, it'd be like the Commander-in-Chief trophy, right? So you have to like win the Battle of the Blue Ridge or something. I don't know what it is, right? Oh. But we, we we, were laughing because when we talk, I think the very first Sunbelt school we talked to this summer when we joined was we talked to some guys from Louisiana Monroe. And they're like the most random school to all of our fan base. It was just like, <laughs> what is this? Like, yeah, um, same. I mean, but it's, the first thing they, they said, the first thing that those guys said was, wow, well, we hadn't thought about the fact now there are other schools besides app where it might snow.
3: like
0: like, like yeah i mean two other schools in the conference where it hypothetically i mean at jmu it's probably not going to snow in november but during (laughs) basketball season it's going to snow right (laughs) like you
1: know hey um, yeah yeah.
3: i i I think there's mind control over that when when guys from the south like you know get off a bus and they ride up the mountain and they're you know somehow they overheat coming up uh 321 out of louisiana um and they're like yo we we, we, you know, you're, you gonna have to get outside or just be cold or whatever. And, or, you know, they get off that bus and they're like, why is it 22 degrees and icy and, and all that? And I I think that, I think there's something to that. Maybe that's just me like being like yeah. super optimistic, but yeah, there's something to it.
0: Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, no, football so games I, too. I, I, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it can snow. It can snow in Marshall, obviously, in, in November. It can, oh, yeah, it can snow. Yeah. It, it's y'all's place. It, Maybe less likely, but, but I mean, yeah, I mean, that's something you got to deal with.
2: Just to answer the question directly, I'm all in favor of, of gimmicks between rivalries and stuff. Like I love it. Um, it, Especially if it, if it brings, if it brings more meaning, Um, I I cared still about the old mountain jug between us and Western Carolina. Yeah. Did I take Western Carolina very seriously? No, (laughs) Um, No. but was it cool to have the jug? Was it a cool thing? Yeah, it yeah. was. So, uh, I don't know how it would work with three teams, but um it's it's right for the picking with Marshall and us, I think for sure. Yeah. Um but I yeah, any any ideas are good, I think if they're relevant and make sense for sure, I'd be for yeah. it. Yeah.
3: I'm going to have the opposite take on that. Um I don't I think you don't need to create like a trophy yeah. for something that doesn't need it because I think we we'll, we're going to have interesting enough games in the in, in you know, anyway. Uh, I mean, if, at this point, if Georgia Southern and App can't, you know, hasn't thought about doing anything like that, then
1: yeah.
3: No offense to you guys, I mean, no, no, no. We no, don't no, really like, part. you know. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. I mean, because no. it, you know, I, Western and App was just something some literally some hillbilly teacher thought of in the seventies and was like, hey, let's run with it. <laughs> and and you know, so, you know the the Georgia States and Georgia Southern is going to fight over soccer wins and GPAs and. And all that for whatever trophy thing they used to do, and then they discontinued it. What was it? The uh, UCF and like Connecticut played for like the Conflict Trophy or something like that. But well, one it, of
1: them, one of them created it and forgot to tell the other,
3: <laughs> wasn't it? Like, so, so yeah, it's just, I really yeah. think
1: that happened. Like, and they're like they're like, "What are you talking about? You won what?" And it's like it wasn't an agreed upon thing; it was just forced.
2: Hopefully,
3: we. Won't I like read. that.
1: We no, yeah. no, we should do that.
2: We, someone should make up one and not tell the other one and win it and then announce it afterwards yeah, and, and makes it makes everybody
3: mad. Yeah. Texas state oh, versus no. ODU, you know, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh no, don't the, need the, either the, of those the trophy could be like
3: 1500 feet of string, you know, that represent every <laughs> yeah. mile that it is between the two schools. <laughs> right. I, like I like that.
1: It. Yeah. Oh, all right. So what, what's the outlook? for App State. I know it has been a crazy three weeks for you guys up and down. And one thing we've seen is, you know, you never turn off the TV when this year's App State team is playing. What's it look like? Are you guys really optimistic? Do you see holes? Are you still heart Heart hasn't come down from beating a million miles an hour from Saturday? What are you thinking for, both for the entire year and for this Saturday in particular?
3: Well no, well, no questions asked. We we expect to compete for you know the Sun Belt East berth in the in the championship game, and we expect to compete for Sun Belt championships. And that's what Coach Clark will say every time a microphone's turned on, and he, he asks he's asked that question. Um, that's that's what we expect to do every year. Whether we have what it takes this year or next year or the year after is yet to be seen. But that's that's our plan. You know, um, when it, we realize that we're playing a lot of home games early. Uh, we may yeah. not be playing really like kind of like our best right now, but good enough to have squeezed two wins out, really. Um, and hopefully, we'll you know once we get to late fall in October, that will peak a little. And hopefully, we will be playing our best. And when we we'll get it, you know, down to the last four games of the year, where we have three road conflicts, and and you know, they, they may be kind of kind of tough games. So, um, I think that's what we're playing for right now is kind of like getting over the hump of of September, which for us was. Um, probably harder than October, and I'm not trying to discount opponents, but then getting through October getting healthy and uh making a stretch run in November to hopefully host uh, host the sun Belt championship game that's that's certainly the goal
2: yeah, so just to chime in there, you know i i I think our offense you know our offense wasn't great I guess on on Saturday, but I still have a lot of optimism. I think this is you know a great. Offensive line, I think we have some some pro-caliber pieces on that side of the ball. Our pre- play caller, uh, Kevin Barbe, has done a really, really good job. Chase Bryce is is a stud. He, he's tough, and, and he's such a great leader. Um, I do think, if I'm just being honest, I, I think we have a weakness in our secondary. Um, and I, I hesitate to say things like our secondary is weak. I just really think we're, we're, we're not doing well there right now at, in it's this snapshot in time. Uh, is there something scheme related that can can help with that area? I don't know. I'm I'm not an X's and O's guy, but um this feels a lot like to me in two in 2019, which doesn't matter anything to your listeners here, but 2019 in September, we gave up a lot of yards, gave up a lot of points. We snuck in a victory against uh Chapel Hill in there. Uh we went down there and beat them and and it's kind of reminiscent of sneaking down and m and beating them on the road here, but um, you know, just a lot of middle of the field open. And um even though we didn't give up a ton of yards, like Charles pointed out in our, our post game, uh, I just think that's something that potentially um, can be exploited. Uh, I'm not counting us out, I'm not counting us out. That's the one thing though. But I, I don't know. The question is, can our offense um, pace ahead of the, the defense? Can the defense get, a, get us off the field um, on third down enough? I think the answer is yes. I'm a little bit of a homer, in case you didn't know that. But um, <laughs> but <are> yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm optimistic. I think we have good pieces, but maybe um, one part of our, our defense maybe not doing so great at the moment.
3: You know, in the in the two <laughs> games where we, you know, North Carolina, we gave a lot of yards. I was just getting off the field was the big thing. Third third down was huge. I mean, when yeah. you get Texas A and M, they didn't convert. Uh, we got yeah. off the field, and that was a big difference. Yep. We, we came to play against Texas A and M. Uh, we we looked the best defensively there. We tackled well, all that good stuff. Um, but we'll, you know, certainly, um, you know, if everyone's circling that game, you know, <laughs> um, people are going to go out and they, they want to beat you. Um, and that's, yeah. that, that's the, that's the funny thing about this conference is that what y'all will learn soon is that you, you can't go play, um, William Mary and Richmond and Villanova and play the three same teams kind of in a row. You don't. Everyone is so different in this conference. I mean, once you start, and now Georgia Southern is completely different. You know, so I mean, week in week out, I mean, it's 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 you know it's cliche to say this that you can win or lose any game, but um, just the teams are yeah. just so different offensively and defensively that um, you have to be prepared every week. And you yep. can't
1: win with your B or C game, which is something that JMU could do, and and. In- the fcs so it's a whole new animal for us and we're looking forward to it yeah
3: yeah i'd agree
0: yeah what do you guys think this weekend just generally i mean obviously you guys have been on kind of a like we talked about the ride the last three weeks and then the crazy high of game day and winning on the hail mary and all of this like have people like i don't know is this still a hard game for app like do people care are they
3: Oh trap no, you game, have, game, I, mean, I assume
0: the players and the coaches are all they know no, what's coming, right? No, you they, have, they're we
3: in you it. have your attention. I think that's the good way to put it. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, good. like yeah, we 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 want to protect our house um uh, and we yeah. look forward to that every week. Um mm-hmm. but there you know, if if there was this like, you know, Troy's been bad. Troy's been a five one team for the last three years, so if anything, right. Troy was more trappy than James Madison ever could possibly think about being mm. in, our, in our fans' eyes, in my opinion, at least. Gotcha. Um, so no, I, agree with um, that. I would I would okay. say that um, we certainly <laughs> are looking forward to what would be, you know, some normal. What that looks like, I don't know, but you know, it would right. be nice to not, you know, have to deal with a forty point fourth quarter or knocking off a top <laughs> ring team or a hail mary <laughs> touchdown to win the game. I mean, that's those are all. <laughs> Like not normal scenarios; those don't happen monthly in college football, much less in consecutive right. weekends. So, what whatever normal looks like, I mean, we'd like to get back to, you know, pounding the rock a little bit better and playing stronger, a little bit stronger defense. And I think if we if we do those things, we should come out on top. No offense to your, you know, your guys, but um, that's that's what that's our principles, and you know, we expect right. to win at home, and we'll certainly have a full house. We would have a full house whether, you know, your fan base from a shorter distance yeah. was coming or not. So um, yeah. that's that's just kind of what we do.
2: In, yeah. in terms of kicking off the season, uh, I think we're in uncharted territory. I, don't, I can't think – I really – I can't think of starting off the season with three games like these that I've ever experienced in terms of <laughs> excitement, hype, potential distractions, just things that naturally – just kind of drain your, your energy, uh, whether you're a player or a fan, I just, I think we're in, I think it's an unprecedented time in app state's history right now. Uh, and I, I echo exactly what Charles said. Um, this has been a game, every app fan that, that I speak with about these things have wanted this James Madison game. They're excited for it's black Saturday, which is a very important game for us. That's our biggest home game of the year. Um, the home conference game of the year, I should say. Mm -hmm. And that's important to us. Uh, I, I I know that I know that if if the coaches had their way, we would have had more predictable you know, outcomes, more <laughs> right. uh, more more routine, you know, and yeah, and whatever. Now. But we haven't had that. Last week was a little bit of a circus. It was a celebration. It was cool, cool for the players. Mm-hmm. But it was, I think, it there there was effort being made to try to keep guys down. You know, don't don't float up high in the sky with with all this stuff, even though it's fun and whatever. And I think the staff did a good job of that. I'm not saying they didn't; I think they did. Um, but man, I think my personal opinion is man, JMU is is at a great position right now to come off a bye week. Yeah. App State has just gone through a circus, whether it's good or bad for us or whatever. Um, we've expended a lot of energy, and, a, and there's been a lot of attention on us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think this is a great spot for JMU, um, honestly, to come up the mountain, and it's up to App State to respond. Do I think they can? Of course I do. I'm a little bit of a homer, but I, of course I think they could do that. Right. Um, but AF fans are excited about it. No questions asked. I know that staff, um, I know that staff has taken this game extremely seriously. No question. It's it,
1: both it, exciting and disappointing. I was yeah. really hoping for the emotional hangover.
3: <laughs> things easy yeah. I've already done that three no, times. I don't, I, mean, I don't know how many more we can have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought
0: I'm they've already be, kind yeah. of like been up and down. Like, yeah,
3: they, at this yeah. point, you know, we're used to it, I guess. so. Um, you know, I, from y'all's perspective, I guess like the way I look at it is like, it's weird for a team like James Madison have a buy so early. Right. And I know that's was, part dude, of definitely. your scheduling and, and how you had to work yeah. things out. And then on top of that, it's, you know, you really only played your starters, like half a game, like, you know, the time when you did play yeah. last. So it, there's gotta be some, you know, some question I, I would say on your yeah. side, like, Hey, it's, it's also been three weeks since we played almost like, you know, yeah. um, you got both quarterbacks got work, all the receivers got work. I mean, Norfolk State was not a challenge, so you know what? You know, how do y'all answer the call that you know your last game, which was two weeks ago, you didn't really have to yeah. exert a lot of energy. So, I, I, you know, I think you know, there's concerns on both sides. Is basically what I'm oh, absolutely.
1: And I mean, this being a transition year, like it's you kind of throw everything at it, and you can approach it like house money. But I think the same philosophy that you talked about, Charles, with you know your your coaches and staff and everybody going every game expecting to compete and the bar is set at sunbelt championship or bust that's the mentality jamie has too so i mean the fact that they kind of abandoned the transition here so let's go in with jump in with full gusto um it's a big game certainly one that we've been looking forward to i'm very excited to hear that you and your fellow fans are looking forward to it as well yeah for Um, sure it's good i think hopefully this is the first of many, many exciting games and many competitive games that we get to play over, you know, the next couple decades. So. Yeah, I, I appreciate your guys' time, man. We don't need to take anything. Yeah. Is there anything you want to offer predictions or you just want to go out and any, any last words for JMU fans?
2: <laughs> I hope you all lose and are miserable after the yeah, game on Saturday. And we, and we mean I that respect, in the nicest way possible.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> With all due yep. respect. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. right back at you, but I, yeah. I would, I would expect nothing less from you guys. I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm a bit of a homer as well. So I actually think Jamie's going to, going to rise to the challenge, but I, I think this is, will just be one of many, like I said earlier, that, that we're going to look forward to and, and be thankful to enjoy over the coming years.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys. And uh, if we get a chance to talk to you on the other side, we'll be very much looking forward to it. So Yep.
2: Absolutely. uh, We can
0: return the favor here. Yeah. So thank you very much, Charles and AJ from the black and gold podcast. You guys can find them um, anywhere you get your podcasts. And uh, there may be, uh, I don't know, maybe a JMU appearance coming back on the other side of it. So a lot of good content for everybody this week. Thank you guys. And uh, good luck this weekend. Um, I don't know. Hopefully we won't. I don't think it'll be our worst. This won't be the worst element of our fan base making the trip this week. This is the old school. This is the old school folks this weekend. I think you guys are in, in, in for a a, 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 a the better experience. yes, the better angels of JMU this weekend. Well, <laughs> the be better the angels. Script. Yeah, oh, they leave it.
3: Yeah. The only question I have is, you gonna leave the streamers at the hotel room? You know, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, right?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I, no I, guarantees I know for that. Yeah, it's weird. I know. I actually, I saw you guys had streamers on the uh, game day bus thing. So I
3: yeah, like, I oh, no, that's, have. Uh, no streamers in the stadium uh yeah, no, yeah. Okay. You know, that was <laughs> right. i don't know I why that was one of the first things i thought about i was like ah, what's what yep. you know what are we but anyway, anyway hey it's your first time for everything <laughs> so just let it let it loose
0: all right thanks guys we'll talk to you soon right.
3: thank you